the Business and Leadership Podcast with Jared Graybeal. Hey guys, welcome back to the Business and Leadership Podcast. On today's show, uh, we'll dive right in. We've got Daniel Talmore. Daniel is the founder of Lumen, which is this fascinating pocket-sized device that measures metabolism in a single breath and provides personalized food, lifestyle, and health recommendations. This product is right up my alley, and if you're one of my followers, it's probably yours as well. Um, In addition to that, Daniel's a father of three. He started this company um, with his wife and her twin sister, which are both PhDs and endurance athletes, and this is his third company. He's been in product development and entrepreneurship for about 16 years now. So I'm really excited to get into this conversation. Daniel, how are you doing today, brother? I'm great, Jared. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, man. Um, So let's just dive right in. I have a lot of questions. I think I actually have a a little bit more than normal questions because like I mentioned, this product is right up my alley and it's uh, really innovative and and I want to learn a lot more about it. Um, But before we dive in, I think this is kind of interesting. Where are you recording from today? Oh, I'm I'm in my office in Tel Aviv, in Israel, actually. So awesome. And building the company from Israel, we have a team in the U.S. The market is U.S., uh, but yeah, my my hometown is Tel Aviv, and that's my that's my uh, that's our our yeah. Place, yeah. Very cool. Forgive my ignorance. Like, what's the time in Israel? Oh, a time in Israel now it's like uh, 5 p.m. It's wild. It's 10 a.m. here. Yeah. Um which I don't know why that's wild. It's common knowledge that it's a different time in different places. Okay. But um, Daniel, uh, I know this is a sort of a big loaded question, but how'd you get to where you are today? Like, what's the short story? So, yeah, I think uh, my, my passion in general in life was uh, working with people and kind of moving uh moving a group to a, to a certain direction. It was when I was a kid, it was in the Boy Scouts. When I grew, it was in the military service that any Israeli uh, boy at the age of uh, 18, you enlist to the army and you have uh, a role within the, the, within the army. And for me, it was, um, I was a naval officer. So I was a captain of a ship and, and that was a five years experience of you know, really uh, getting moving towards goals, uh, building a team, uh, and and basically, I think those things shaped me. And at some point, I I realized that this is a skill that I should probably preserve and and maybe even double down on. Um, and while being at school, uh, first day at school and at my university, basically, I sat down to next to Dwol, who is my co-founder now. Uh, really, first day, we just sat next to each other. Very naively, it was 2005, we decided we wanted to do something on the internet, and we thought it was interesting. Uh, and we built a product. We, 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 were, we didn't have the technical skills, but we found a person, and we built a product, and we basically started our journey uh, together in, in building products and then companies. Uh, some failed, some succeeded very well, and I'm on the third one. We're on the third one together till today, and which is Lumen. Um, and that's, uh, I think that's the short story of what brought me to building companies, building products in a way. That's awesome. And you're the, the person you met at school is still one of the co-founders, like still one of your oh, co yeah. Yeah, it's uh, so maybe I'll just uh, put a spotlight on co-founders for a second. Yeah, uh, there are five co-founders at Lumen. Maybe a word about Lumen. In Lumen, as you said, we're basically building a system that uh, built for people to to improve their metabolic health. And by doing that, and and uh, the key function is uh, nutrition, but it also ties into sleep, into activity, into workouts. Um, but the key function is nutrition. Lumen is today is the only feedback loop on nutrition that you can practice on a daily basis if you put aside uh, continuous glucose meters. So, uh, and what you get with Lumen, you measure your metabolism in the morning and it will show you what, how you're doing if you're burning fats or carbs and give you a plan for the day. So how many carbs you should have, how many proteins, when, 
Um, and it actually uh, sets you off for your goals. If your goal is weight loss, if your goal is in building muscle, uh, you will get to that, but you'll do that by improving your metabolic flexibility and health that maybe later on I will elaborate on. Yeah, yeah, yeah we will. And a spotlight on the founders, which is uh, also, I think, uh, an interesting story. Uh, so yes, as I said, Dror and I sat next to each other the first day of university. Uh, we brought the third co-founder to our first company. His name is Avi. And we've been together for the past, let's say, three companies ever since. We stuck together. Uh, for Lumen, we, uh, we joined my wife and her twin sister, Michal and Merav. Uh, their background is nutrition, physiology. They're Ironman competitors, ultramarathonists. They're identical twins with very, very similar passions in life and, and expertise. And we founded this company uh, together. So I'm kind of all in. I brought my co-founders from uh, colleagues from previous companies my family on, on the other side, uh, and uh, I just must make it work because if I fail, I lose, I lose everything, right? I'm with no family and no, no colleagues. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. But it's a lot of pressure, but it's working. So far, it's working okay. That's great. Um, so I, I was curious about that, you know, Daniel, of those five people that you mentioned, and prior to this conversation, of course, I knew about your, your wife and her twin sister. And I know that they're both PhDs and endurance athletes. Um, of course, I don't know their organizational competencies, but out of, out of all five people, why do you think that you are the CEO? Ah, okay. That's a, that's a good question. I think that uh, first as an entrepreneur, at the beginning and the early years, the meaning of a CEO is almost negligent. Like really, as an entrepreneur, you need to understand what is the next crucial thing that you'll do. And if not, you'll probably die. Your business will die. You'll not, you'll not able to, to fund uh, your future success. And, and it's, uh, it's a game of survival. So the CEO role, when you begin and you're at uh, product uh, initiation or before product market fit, the CEO role is really um, is more of a founder role. And or a business founder role or a product founder role. The, the role of a CEO becomes a role when you start building a management team, a leadership team. Then you just start to realize uh, what's, uh, what's the importance of leading people that will eventually, those 10 people that you lead will actually lead the 300 people that your company successful will get to. Um, for me, I love the entrepreneurial uh, journey, the survival journey, the creative thinking about solutions and, and merging tech with behavioral change, with nutrition. And, and I, I, I love that experience as an entrepreneur, but if you ask me, my, my core competencies is actually there in, in, in team building. Okay. Like I'm, I'm, I'm very uh, process and uh, vision aware. So this... And um, and that's uh, I think that's why. And each one of us has its own. It's Lumen is a super complex company. We're we're doing hardware. We're doing software at a at a very high quality level, uh, and we're we're doing science and scientific research in parallel. And we're doing behavioral change, right? And those are, and then we are all in digital health. So. It's uh, there are so many expertise that needed to be accurate and 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 well established for this to become reality, and so uh, that's why five co-founders is actually super necessary. And each one of us, I can't say it was at the beginning. We started the company in 2014, but each one of us found his own or her own place uh, for personal growth and for and to take the company with her or with him. That's awesome. Now, if you had to choose, would you say that Lumen is a wellness brand or a tech company? Ah, oh, wow. I think now, to the, in our days, it's uh, you can't be a wellness brand without a tech uh, angle, and I don't think that it's uh, it's it's a great question. You know, I I never thought about of framing that as this against the other. I think it's an application company. 
Application meaning that uh, we uh, should have a goal in mind and that goal should be the user goal. Sometimes it's weight loss, sometimes it's, uh, sometimes it's performance and sometimes it's just health, being more healthy and with better blood sugar levels. And, that's, and we should match that with our own goal of improving the world's metabolic health. And, and, and that is the application. So it could be a device, it could be software that we solve it through, it could be having a coach uh, chatting with you every morning to make sure that, that you're, you're, you have accountability in the process and you have a, a personal touch. Um, we come from technology and the invention we made is technological, but if you ask me if tomorrow there will be 10 other Lumen devices or companies that competing with us, we will still win just because of that understanding. It's that we're solving a job that our users are having and we will do the best uh, work to solve that specific job of you know, understanding my body, of improving my health or and losing some weight as well. I love it. And the, the mission at Lumen, I think you, you mentioned it. Can you say it again? What is the mission? Yeah. At Lumen? Our mission is uh, to improve metabolic health, the world's metabolic health, by um, giving data points and insights around them that ties to nutrition and lifestyle of our customers, basically. So what we believe is that people will make changes if they have a feedback loop and they can see that those changes are, uh, th those changes are impacting. And there is a lot of learning that we need to go through as, as people who are eating and living and sleeping and are active of how this is all connected. And with the uh, women in their monthly cycle that should change their nutrition according to it. So our body is, is very, very complex. And, uh, and it's only through data that you can start understanding your personal body and your ability to to process carbs, to wake up on fat burn, to uh, to fuel yourself before a workout in an effective way, and and having that data piece uh, takes the guesswork out of the equation, and also I dare to say take diets out of the equation. Diets in terms of uh, me picking up something like keto or or paleo or taking a, a something that is already marketed and formed in a very structured manner and just adopt, trying to adopt my life to that diet. And I think the, the potential with Lumen and with data points in general in our body is to, uh, to evolve from that to something different, to a personal decision-making process and, and that, that basically tells us, yes, you're doing keto, it's great, but you're not sleeping. So, so the keto is not really effective for you. Yeah. or you're 40 years old, uh, keto is probably not the most uh, efficient way for you to build muscle, which is crucial for you because at 50, your muscle tissue will start uh, deteriorating, yeah. right? So, so we are changing all the time. And the promise that we'll adopt one diet that will last for life uh, yes, for some people, they create, you, they, you can create success stories and they will resonate and people will share them. But, but eventually it's, it's, not, uh, it's not adaptable for everyone and it involves it with a lot of pains and, and failures and, uh, uh, and that's what we're trying to, uh, to solve. I like it. So I want to dig a little bit deeper into the Lumen story and I know at least a little bit about your side, and you've mentioned it a couple of times, you're data-driven, you come from an entrepreneurial background. So starting another company wasn't probably too foreign to you. Um, but I want to talk about like why Lumen. And I know that your wife and her sister had a lot to do with it. If not, they were the inception. Can you kind of dig into that a little bit? Yeah, sure. So so, my, so for my personal story, uh, we built one company. Uh, the team was great. We stayed together, but we understood that was a search engine. And search engine in 2006 wasn't probably the best, uh, the best route to go. 
uh, Google were, was already dominant and, and, uh, and we didn't know anything really about product and about validating the business and the value hypothesis and so forth. So, but we had a good uh, run and a good learning experience and, and we learned from all these mistakes. Uh, and so uh, very quickly or very quickly after we launched that search engine, we realized that we will not be using it and, uh, and you, we can't really expect users to be using it. Eventually we'll go back to Google. So, so for us, uh, that realization came and with that realization, we immediately found an opportunity to make a change in the product. And we built uh, a, basically a kind of an app store for publishers, for people, for for web website webmasters, for people with bloggers and and people with websites that and that evolve around content, and we build a, a kind of a, a, a method for them to implement different application, a lot of social, chat, community models. Uh, that company was called Wibia, and Wibia was a kind of a fairy tale story. We we built it in four months. Uh, we start getting a lot of traction just by creating something that became viral. Uh, it was a tool that was very prominent on people's website. It was like a toolbar that surfaced on top of that website that the, the users of the website could engage with it. And the company grew very, very fast. And in two and a half years, we were sold uh, to another Israeli company, um, and it was a financial success for us. We, we, we raised $2.6 million. We sold it for $45 million. So it was good ROI for us, for investors. And that was uh, our small fairy tale uh, success story. And we came with a lot of confidence after that, uh, that um, period of time. We stayed at the company that acquired us. And then when we decided to move on, we felt super bullish that we can basically choose anything we, we want to. And uh, I would I would tempted to say that we had a very very clear foresight of why we want to do this, but uh, we didn't took a lot of time for research and to we just I fell in love with with the the concept of having that data. I was overweight in about twenty pounds from my startup journey. It took a toll on me as well, and my wife was a, a an iron competitor and so and, and a PhD and a person who started studying nutrition. So I had a very good teacher and I became fascinated about this concept of, okay, how, how, can, I, how can I use data? I use data in every decision I make uh, and it works. And, I, and how can I not master my, my weight and my, my, uh, my fitness and probably my health? At 30, you don't think too much about health, but, but still that realization also came uh, after some time. And, and um, and I saw an opportunity, and somehow I managed to uh, pick up my my co-founders from the previous company and get them to the ride. Uh, what we believed is that uh, that by by basically what I said before, by by adding a data point to this world of nutrition, which is the science is is a bit uh, let's say is a bit. Um, not mature enough, I would say, and very uh, infused by marketing and by interest and by co big companies as well. Um, there is no data. Eventually, uh, we saw that there is no data for nutritionists and there is no data for uh, for people to understand what's happening. So the recommendation just stays as a recommendation. It's not really insightful and it, it really lacks the ability to, uh, to create behavioral change because you just need to believe. So that was the promise and that was what we saw in that. That was in 2014 when we started this company. This is not a new company. Um, and that still holds today even more. Gotcha. And so for the audience, you know, Lumen is this pocket-sized device that, you know, with what, what once took you know, hours to measure and a team of nutritionists and scientists to analyze can be done in a few minutes. Can you explain how Lumen works by the breath and a button kind of just make it real uh, vivid for the audience? Sure. So um, metabolism is a broad concept. People, when you think about metabolism, you think about what you inherit. It's not something that you are able to change in a way. 
right? And But the metabolic process of our body essentially is how we take oxygen and we take fuel, and that fuel is usually carbs or fats, and we produce energy, right? And the, calor the energy is measured in calories, but what Lumen is interested in to understand where are those calories that you're burning are coming from. Are they coming from your fat stores or fat from a meal? Or are they coming from your glycogen or carb stores in the body or carbs from meals that you're having? Um, and that's that what we're measuring. How do we measure that? So you measure metabolism by uh, measuring CO2, O2, and flow in your breath. And that's, uh, those three parameters and the gold standard devices that are extremely expensive, uh, a couple of $20,000 uh, range um, and about a 40-minute test that really you need to sit down, breathe continuously into a mask or sit in a metabolic room, which is a sealed room with a lot of sensors that sense everything that is happening in it. Uh, what we have done is say, what if we can have that measurement taken on a daily basis in a single breath? and to steer nutritional decisions based on that measurement. And that was never done because of the tedious process it takes to measure metabolism today. So for me to make uh, decisions about how many carbs I should have today or, 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 uh, or what type of day should I be on, I will not spend 40 minutes in a room. No one will do that. Yeah. Uh, but if I can take one breath and get an estimation of that, Yes, I, I can probably, that's a habit like brushing your teeth that I can actually adopt. And with this promise, we basically uh, designed uh, uh, a new sensor that wasn't really, didn't exist, that measures CO2 um, very accurately on a medical, in a medical uh, or clinical level, but, uh, but it's not as expensive as what you'll see in those gold standard devices. And... In parallel, we found a method that uh, allows us to estimate the, the gold standard metric or, or correlating metric to the gold standard just by, one, by having uh, people breathing uh, one time and sometimes even two times. Uh, so that reduces the time from 40 minutes to about 40 seconds. That's the level of uh, innovation and we ran clinical studies and there, sh there should be a peer-reviewed study also uh, published in the coming uh, month or two. So uh, we're very proud of this invention, which is not, uh, we never imagined to begin with that this is going to be uh, such a, a complex uh, mission to, uh, to achieve, uh, to measure metabolism fast. So you didn't um, think it'd be this complex? No, we never believed it was uh, it's going to be too complex because we thought O2, CO2, those are the, the most common gas, not the most, but probably among the common gases we have in the atmosphere. So how, how hard it would be to find an off-the-shelf sensor that just takes your CO2 and, and, and measures that. But you realize that uh, that's not the case. And sensors are built for applications, very specific ones. And that was a huge... Uh, Let's say a huge barrier for us to scale fast and soon since 2014. Gotcha. But we uh, we grinded through this uh, effort. Love it. Um, so maybe a bit more vivid about what you do. You wake up in the morning and like brushing your teeth, you need today to sit down, open the app on the, on your phone. Everything is done on the phone. You open this small device. It's a small breathalyzer that fits the palm of your hand. And you inhale through that device. And it guides you on the phone exactly of what's the amount of air you should inhale. You hold the air in your lungs for 10 seconds and you exhale. And when you exhale, we sample the CO2 levels that we see. And we convert that into your own, let's say, carbs versus fats levels. So we're showing you in today five levels where are is your body at are you using energy only from fats only from carbs or any other level in between and putting it simple you want to wake up on fat burn because assuming that you've been sleeping and fasting in those six seven eight hours your body should transition to fat burn um that's uh that's a measurement 
measurement of health in a way. That's our time to, to be using fats in a legitimate way. Yeah. And, uh, and you come to realize that it's really impacted by the amount of carbs you ate in the past two days, the amount of activity you've done, um, alcohol is, is impacting that, stress, sleep deprivation. So everything we know somehow is tied to our ability to burn fat and lose weight uh, comes, to, comes to play. All those habits that we have today, the good ones and the bad ones, are impacting that metric. So that makes it a, a unique, let's say, method to, to understand your health. Yeah, that's fascinating. How has your fitness changed since starting the company? Uh, I think it's a... Uh, so I'm, I'm constantly uh, learning things about my, my, myself and it's, uh, th there is a journey within the journey that we have as a company. Each individual here is, is on, on its own journey. We've been together for six years. We're now 43 people. So, uh, and, and you can see that all the early employees have changed tremendously their nutrition, uh, their activity levels. They all bike to work. They, it's, it's a different. Uh, it's a different mentality. You you go through your own journey when your business is uh, is wellness and nutrition. It's uh, that's a, a huge benefit for, yeah. for, for as well. So I'm yeah. today. I measure myself. You know, before every workout, I take a like take a measurement. I understand if I'm using fats or carbs, and I actually decide how should I train based on the metabolic fuel my body is currently using. If I'm using carbs, I know I can go all out and I can do a, uh, my best performance to some extent, and it's, it's okay. I have fast fuel that will, that will get me to the best results. And if I'm using fats, sometimes I know that I should prolong the workout. It would be a workout that I will not lift the, the heaviest or run the furthest, but I will actually uh, optimize for... Uh, well, that flexibility towards fat for uh, my ability to work out on fats for a longer period of time. So I changed my workout based on my metabolism. It's already, and I think it's, uh, it's going to get there with many people. That's awesome. Um, what has Lumen learned about optimal health from all of their users so far? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. We, we, at the moment, what, what Lumen sees, and that's important to say, everything, every measurement is analyzed on our servers. So the collective learnings we have just by those, uh, uh, let's say 20,000 people breathing uh, every day is, uh, is probably the biggest collection of metabolic data that exists in the world. So we see people going into quarantine and going out of quarantines. And we, and, and we see uh, data from their phone and their Apple Watch, and, and we see how this all correlates. So I, I can tell you the things we learned that are actually steering the, uh, the product decision-making. So for example, we, we started noticing early on that women on their monthly cycle are starting to get crazy results that doesn't really match any behavior that they've practiced. They do everything right. They eat well, they sleep well. Uh, they're not reporting that they're stressed or anything, but still they wake up on carb, carb burn. And gradually we started seeing that as a periodical thing. And we just started to realize that, uh, yes, monthly cycle is messing up uh, women's metabolism in certain phases. And actually, they should be eating differently in those phases for to support workouts and to and to better accommodate the, what's happening. There are hormonal changes in their body, which is uh, which is which makes every habit uh, forming super complex. Because if you don't know uh, that you're going to eat more carbs and that, that's great in, in in a specific phase on your cycle then you're frustrated and you feel defeated, right? But if you know that your body needs that, so, uh, so you can, it's not a failure. It's actually, uh, you're actually working better for your body. Um, so we, we learned that and we, and we learn uh, as we go how sleep is really uh, a crucial element 
in uh, in understanding, you know, in 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 helping us reach our goals, uh, if it's recovery and also if it's weight loss in general. Uh, we learned that people that were afraid of carbs can actually really benefit from more carbs uh, and can still lose weight, even if they never believed that they will touch uh, a carb or pasta or pizza or any like that again. So it, there is there is a lot of education that is going on for, for users that come with different, uh, let's say, belief systems and... Now facing their data, it's uh, they they start changing and it's uh, it's it's another learning that we have. We we learn that people don't know. They come with their their own beliefs about their body, and usually they will be surprised to to some extent. Um, it's really interesting. You guys are sort of groundbreaking in a in an area that hasn't been measured before. So. Yeah. Um, and, and- we're, by the way, we're open about that. We never say we know everything and we know what is right. We just say that we are giving the tools for you to understand. And gradually we're bringing insights from the community and from the science, from the literature and from what we research and see. Um, I'll, I can share another learning that fasting, which is very, very popular, right? Uh, intermittent fasting and so forth. Fasting gets uh a lot of people that are not uh familiar with that strategy of you know eating in a very specific time window fasting is something that people will uh will do and it will not necessarily benefit them uh they usually overpass the 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 the, the, the let's say the preferred time for their body and their body is getting stressed and so it stops burning fats, even if they're still fasting. And so what Lumen can become is a tool for optimizing that. What is the right time for you to stop eating and start eating again next morning or next noon, for example? Yeah. Um, so we're gradually, I think, breaking some myths and, and, and marketing uh, driven insights that are True in general, but probably not always true for everyone. Yeah. Um, I love that. Now, we talked about this in the very beginning. Um, I want to shift a little bit to the business side of things. From my understanding, at least it's public knowledge, that you guys have raised um, $7 million, around $7 million from some private, I think, VCs. And then you did over or close to $1 million on Indiegogo. Um, what has that fundraising process been like for you? Uh, do you have any advice for other entrepreneurs, founders that are trying to scale their company? Things that you've learned through this fundraising? Yeah, it's a it's a great question, and it's really um, boils down, I think, to uh, to to understanding or creating a story that um, that can can really grow and become big, and it's. Uh, and you're facing with people that are not just looking at you as a person and not just looking at the, uh, falling in love in the product. You're looking at people that, that all the time are looking at fascinating entrepreneurs and phenomenal products. And usually what they ask themselves is, and, and, and entrepreneurs that are very focused on the initial phases of their product and the excitement around the technology and that very detailed opportunity, not always are good at telling the long-term story. Why this can become a toothbrush? Why this uh, notion of personalized nutrition must be happening? Why, uh, with the way we look at diets uh, uh, in the future, is like the horoscope, right? It's like it, it's it's nothing that uh, that will remain. The same, and usually that's an ability of storytelling that you should uh, practice, and uh, and it shouldn't be too far fetched, but it should be should be a bold vision. I think that's one thing that really helped us early on. We knew where we, we wanted to take this, even if the technology wasn't really validated, uh, and uh, we had a lot of struggles, and uh, we we knew two things: we knew this could be big. And the first thing we did, we took iPhone boxes, uh, wrapped them in a lumen. Uh, we went to design that 
uh, we went to a, a firm frog design in Milan and we invested and designed this concept of a device. Um, Did Apple work with fraud? Sorry? Did Frog work with Apple as well? Early, yes, early, early on. Yeah. Apple worked with Frog as well. They're phenomenal. Uh, we worked with a specific team in Milan. And what we did is we designed the device. We didn't have the sensors. We didn't have the technology yet. And uh, we went to the gym and basically had a prototype with a lamp in it. So it, it looked like a, a real product, but it had nothing. And we built... Uh, three apps that will show you results based on what we interview you as a cus potential customer. We ask you, what have you eaten before the workout? And we give you the device to measure and we open the right app that will probably give you the right answer of an interface to, to what you've eaten. So if you've eaten a lot of carbs, we'll show you that your body is running on carbs now and you should have a great workout. Or if you haven't and you came fasted to the workout, we'll show you that you're... So it was a complete uh, fake in, in a sense. That was our early, early on. And we wanted to see that people are reaching out for their credit card and actually buying this. And once we collected enough credit cards, we never charged them off, of course. But the, we had a validation early on to the promise that if we build it, uh, there will be a market for that. People want to know. That's great. So you, you guys almost followed the Apple playbook on this one, at least the early Apple playbook. Um, build the, the hardware and then, then the software. Um, yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. It's, it's risky, uh, but it seems like it's working out. So I know there's a few competitors in the space, and being an entrepreneur myself, I know that word can mean something different to different people. So you may not consider these people to be competitors, but from what I've read, there's uh, breezing, there's level, there's ketonics, they're somewhat in the same space. Why do you think Lumen will succeed among the others? Yeah, um, it's a great question. If you if you consider Lumen as a device, uh, then, then yes, you can argue whether measuring CO2 is better than uh, measuring acetone in the breath, and that could be one level of discussion. And I can dive into this. I, uh, competitors in general are, are measuring acetone levels. And acetone is a byproduct of fat metabolism. And acetone rises to the level that uh, sensors today can detect only on, on, not deep, but when you're really practicing uh, ketogenic diets, going keto. Uh, lumen is actually sensitive to the other side of the equation. So CO2 is a byproduct of carbs. So the more carbs your body is using, the more sugar your body is processing, the more CO2 will appear in your blood and the more CO2 will appear in your breath. So we are actually more sensitive towards carbs. So if you're trying to live a diet and you believe in a diet that is flexible, that has carbs in it and also have fats in it, then you need a sensor that can, can give you that spectrum, right? And acetone can't really do that. And this is why every uh, ketonics or uh, any other device out there um, is, is more positioned towards people on keto diets. Got it. <clears throat> um, more general. So I think there is a, a difference in the sensor. You asked me why we will really win. It's not because of the sensor, because... Uh, this is not a hardware company, even though the hardware is a uh, differentiator here for 43 people. Three people here are doing hardware, but the rest is doing customer success, nutrition, behavioral change, product. We are heavily, heavily, heavily investing in content and features that will make our, our customers retained and successful for the long run, because eventually... What our customers are seeking is to be programmed into better behavior, right? Yeah. They want to be better and they want this to happen to them. They want the least effort to be in a journey that puts them to success. And we are obsessed about that. Gotcha. The, the device is um, a carrier for the metric, which is uh, there for a feedback loop. And that's the core of what we're doing, but we will win because of software. We will win because of customer uh, loyalty and satisfaction. I love it. And you mentioned there's 43 people. 
Um, can you give me an idea of how many, how many lumens you've sold so far? Um, yeah, it's about, uh, I can't give you the exact number. Let's say, uh, this year about 20,000, 20,000 this year. And when did they go? Like, when did you, I know you started the company in 2014 and there was some R and D and some product development. Yeah. Like that. When did so, you start selling the so, product? So we started in 2014. We did a, an Indiegogo campaign, uh, in, uh, mid 2018 that campaign started and at the beginning of 19 and we deliver uh, first devices probably in January 2020. Wow. Okay. So, so this is yeah. the year that you guys this have kind of year, This the is the year we got really to market and this is the year we're, we're gathering data. We've been testing this with, with, uh, with beta testers and users since 2017, but it's, there is no comparing for beta testers and hundreds of users from the thousand that are actually buying products today and yeah, and the usage they create. That's really exciting stuff. So this has been a, I bet this has been an interesting year all around for the Lumen team to say the least. Very, uh, yes. And it was a scary one as well with COVID um, to, to not to understand exactly where the world is heading. What I'm glad is that uh, that we had several points in our favor is that people really want started wanted to take care of their health and health became something that people who are still healthy uh, became very conscious about and nutrition uh, played a role here as well and uh, I think we we thrived from this uh, intersection of things and we were lucky um, to. To be able to uh, to capture on that, and I hope that trend will continue because I think it's a uh, it's a trend that will go into the healthcare system as well. I can't really share too much about that, but we are in deep uh, partnerships also in this domain, and our uh, aspiration is eventually to uh, to become uh, I wouldn't say a medical device, but I would say that uh, like we want to be a medical uh, like an intervention. Or, yeah. or intervention for prevention of diabetes or prevention of other conditions that are self-inflicted from bad behaviors. Yeah. I love that. Um, so that kind of, what is the future, at least over the next couple of years, what does that look like for Lumen? Like what's one of your main focuses over the next two, three years? Yeah. Um, so I think we're, we're constantly looking at, uh, from a from a hardware perspective, what is what is next for us? And but it, but it sends us always back to uh, to what is the the application that we want to be phenomenal at? And there is a conflict here that we're trying to embrace and to grow from, which is people come with very specific motivations. For example, weight loss. And although we believe that weight loss is healthy. We don't see ourselves as a, as a weight loss brand. We don't build a company to help people get to that goal. This is not our mission, uh, but this is a lot. This is a lot of people's mission in life, and this is a, something that this is a job they have, and this is something we believe that we can help them to achieve. But so there is an education piece here, which is uh, you come with your own motivation, be it weight loss, performance, or or general health, and and you use Lumen to understand your nutrition, but eventually you start tweaking your nutrition in order to improve your metabolic health. And you, what you realize as a customer that uh, metabolic health, if you build on that metric and you only improve that, weight loss will, will be a, a derivative of that. And, and the ability to grow muscle is also the derivative of that. So it's a, there is a switching element here of people's motivation. And there is a market education here, which is a challenge for us, but we're going to get there. Um, and so that's one element that is already happening. And I think we're in a, in a good path. Uh, more, it's it's really under figuring out through data and through uh, people's behavior, how can we help them? What, what, what is needed to be in the product, in the product mix of offering 
from software to human accountability to chat with the, an expert, um, integrations with different other platforms that gives us, uh, let's say, more data, more passive data about the user that we can tie into insights. Uh, I can share, for example, a Garmin integration that we ran. So it's amazing to see people that are just finishing a workout will get uh, a notification to take a measurement and see if their body is now burning fats. And, and, and those small uh, integrations actually lift the product to, to different uh, engagement levels. really makes a difference. So we have a lot of opportunities, but eventually everything ties down to how we make our, our customers, our audience more successful in their mission. This is everything that drives us. And there are a lot of activities, obviously, that come to support that. I can imagine. I appreciate that, that elaboration. So I, I just have maybe four or five rapid fire questions. I like to finish uh, most interviews with some of these questions. Um, the first one, Daniel, is what do you think contributes the most to business success? And I'll give you an example, like market timing, leadership, teamwork, the business model, product. What do you think it is? Yeah, I, I my, my sense is product. I'm a product person. I think product can, uh, but product is the outcome of phenomenal teamwork. I don't think. Uh, product is the outcome of uh, building things fast, testing, building conviction, having a smart team around the table. So I would say team that leads to uh, a phenomenal product and then the sky's the limit. Gotcha. Have that skill. What, um, what are a few, maybe one or two of your favorite like fitness tech devices, of course, besides Lumen, um, yeah. that, that you like to use? Always. I'm using Aura. Um, to understand my sleep, Aura Ring. It's a ring that measures uh, heart rate variability, similar to Whoop, uh, okay. the band, right? It's, uh, it looks at similar metrics. Um, and I, I, I'm using it for a year now. I love it. I think it's, uh, I, I think that in a very passive and, and uh, let's say, low friction manner, it's, a, it's an interesting way for us to program ourselves and to be more aware of our sleep habits and, and make small incremental change that eventually um, last long. That's one. The other fascinating one is also an obvious one, but it's uh, Peloton. I think that uh, creating a movement with hardware and, and phenomenal content and tying that together is uh is a win that is a huge differentiator for a company and of course they are an inspiration as well yeah they've done a great job this year or why would you choose aura over whoop i'm personally interested uh, okay not necessarily that i would um i use both i um i think that uh if your whoop is uh there is something in and those are products that are technically measuring similar things, right? It's it's the same metric. One is more geared towards sleep. The other one is more towards the very active uh, lifestyle. And I'm not uh, as active as the Whoop uh, general audience would be. Okay. So there is a friction there for me. Got it. Um, all right. What uh, what if you were to gift one or two books to somebody? trying to get into business and leadership, what would you give them? Wow. Okay. That's a, that's a good question. Um, I would say one, and that's for later stage. When you have uh, when you really want to build a leadership and you're at a, let's say early growth stages, I would say the five dysfunctions of a team is a great book, super simple but it really talks about the the trust that you need to build in a team and and how you uh embrace conflicts and grow from that and it's uh and it's something that if you practice it becomes a superpower for for the company i don't think you can fail if you build a very very strong team based based on trust that's one book um 
And the second book, and I'm not sure it's already a book. I I, um, I look at uh, I look at YouTube. I would look at uh, at YouTube and look for content that is very uh, specific to my current challenge. So if it's uh, the Y Combinator videos on building startups uh, that are great and concise and to the point, or if it's uh, understanding retention by uh, Alex Schultz, the, C the current CMO of Facebook, or if it's uh, understanding uh, uh, jobs to be done models. So it really, today you have such phenomenal content and relevant content uh, that you can just, you know, pick, watch, and, and, and um, the friction of, of deciding to commit to a book sometimes uh, prevents you from moving. Sure. So that's why my second book would be YouTube. That's interesting. Um, last two questions, and I, I got to give Tim Ferriss credit because he, he uses these, but I love them. Um, what's the best purchase you've made in, in under 100 bucks in the last uh, three months? Oh, that's a, that's a good question. I need to think about that for a sec. I would say, uh, I would say that uh, resistant bands. Um, I, I love those. They, they change how I work out at work and at home. And um, they, they, the way they work is really, uh, reducing so much of the um, inflammation and uh, and problems I had to keep consistent uh, weightlifting and working out. So I, I would choose those. Last one. If you could put anything on a big blank billboard on the busiest, you know, intersection that you can think of, what would it say on the, on the billboard? Mm. Wow. Passion never fails. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm with that. I, I really believe that if you keep that, uh, keep true to your passion, your North Star, this is not a short journey for us. This is a six years in the making and we're just getting started. So the only thing that kept me going in a way is that really building a deep passion towards the problem of understanding my body. Yeah. And understanding my health and, uh, and how do I make decisions? I love so, it. Daniel, this has been one of my favorite interviews. I'm fascinated with Lumen as a product and as a company. Um, I appreciate you making the, the time to be on the interview today. Do you have any last words or any, uh, anything you want to tell the audience before we close out today? Know that they can check us out on, on lumen.me. Um, and can see what we're about. And uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it as well. I think it was a super thoughtful interview and I, uh, great questions. And I had, it was a pleasure for me to be here.